Hi all and welcome back. My name is Erin Schmitz and I'm the Historic Sites Director at the Lakeshore Museum Center. The Historic Sites encompasses the Hackley and Hume Historic Site, the Fire Barn Museum, and the Skolnick House of the Depression Era. In this episode, we're going to focus our attention on the Fire Barn Museum to correlate with the City of Muskegon celebrating a 150-year anniversary of the Fire Department. Today, the Fire Barn Museum exhibits the technology changes to fight fires throughout time and houses the 1923 American LaFrance pumper truck that is still owned by the Muskegon Fire Department. That's right, the fire truck is 100 years old this year, but actually, there's a lot more history that comes before the purchase of the LaFrance fire truck. So let's get into it. Fighting fires during Muskegon's early years was a huge struggle and typically ended in a completely devastating experience. When all of the buildings in Muskegon were wooden and heated with coal or wood-burning stoves. In the late 1800s, there was no formal fire department. Fires were fought by citizens when they were alerted by church bells. The citizens used their leather buckets to form a bucket brigade of people with a line from a water source to the fire, passing their buckets from one person to another, starting at the water to the front of the line where the fire was taking place, and then passing their buckets back to refill, and repeating this process over and over until the fire was under control. Unfortunately, fires often spread rapidly, destroying many structures in its wake. As you can imagine, this isn't the most productive way to put out a fire. Fires need to be addressed quickly with a large amount of water. Muskegon had three significant fires in 1870, 1871, and 1874, which led to the creation of an organized fire department in 1873. This was made up of five volunteer companies. Three of the five volunteer companies were supported by local philanthropists, which helped them to obtain buildings and equipment. Previous to this, the city only had one hose cart, one horse, and a hook and ladder wagon. One of the philanthropists that donated to the firefighting cause was Charles Hackley. The city purchased a lot on the northwest corner of 7th Street and Webster Avenue in March of 1874. A building was in place by June of that year and used to store the steam engine Pioneer. The C.H. Hackley Volunteer Hose Company No. 2 organized on December 9, 1875, and 12 men were stationed at the building. Charles Hackley provided them with their uniforms, badges, as well as a flag for the station. Located within the Hose Company's district were Charles Hackley's house and his lumber mill, so it was in his best interest to support them. The men received their main income from other jobs elsewhere in the city, which they could leave during the day if a fire occurred. The sleeping quarters were located on the second floor of the fire barn. The fire barn museum has recreated the original sleeping quarters, which were made possible by inventories done in 1886 and 1888. Six beds, a fire pole, a small table, a wood-burning stove, and a bathtub are housed in this area. The beds and fire pole cage are artifacts from the old central station located on West Walton Avenue, and the fire pole was originally housed at the Hose Company No. 2 Fire Barn at Wood Street in McLaughlin. The original building did not have electricity, a kitchen, or indoor plumbing. The volunteer firefighters would take shifts going home to eat or going to a local establishment for meals. 
The officer in charge would arrange the schedule so that there was at least one man in each hose company and two men at the hook and ladder company at all times. The bathroom was an outhouse outside the building. In the winter or at night, the firefighters could use a chamber pot that would be stored under the beds and emptied and cleaned in the morning. The bathtub is the most frequently asked about object in the sleeping quarters at the Firebarn Museum. And that was for the firefighters to clean up after fighting fires. Firefighting is a very dirty business and the men would return to the fire barn sweaty and covered in soot. Thankfully, at this time, there was a section of the city that had running water and sewer lines in those early years, so they took advantage of that technology. The original equipment included a hose cart pulled by one horse. That cart was damaged in 1878 on the way to a fire, and it was replaced by a larger one. The new cart required two horses, so a team was purchased from Thayer Lumber Company for $300. Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, ArmorAll, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every $20 you spend on ArmorAll products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at ArmorAll.com. ArmorAll, less work, more clean. Terms apply. The horses were named Jim and Billy after Chief James Cavanaugh and his assistant, William Bertrand. The two gray horses soon became known for their speed in responding to fires. They were exercised at least one hour per day, no matter the weather, and when they returned back from a fire, they were rewarded with a twist of chewing tobacco. Both horses were loved by the local children and adults alike. In 1880, a steam engine was also part of the firefighting equipment at the fire barn. And by the mid-1880s, the men were a mix of full-pay and part-pay firefighters. When the alarm was sounded in the fire barn during this time, the horse stalls automatically sprang open, and the well-trained horses knew to walk out in front of the steam engine and position themselves under the harness. The firefighters lowered the harness on their backs and snapped the collars shut. The firemen strapped the harnesses under the horses' bellies, and the team was ready to head out for a fire. The horses could be harnessed and ready to go in about 10 seconds, and before this automatic harness system was invented, 15 men could run and pull the hose cart in less time than it took to hitch up the horses. So this was a huge advantage to fighting fires. The city council closed the C.H. Hackley Volunteer Hose Company No. 2 in June of 1892 after nearly 17 years of service and transferred the firemen to another station due to changes in firefighting needs throughout the city. And over the next couple of decades, firefighting technology changed again with the use of motorized vehicles. In 1924, the Muskegon Fire Department purchased the 1923 LaFrance Fire Truck. The fire truck is celebrating 100 years this year. The truck was purchased from the American LaFrance Company located in Elmira, New York. The cost of the truck would have approximately been $12,500. Some of the features of the truck include an open cab, chain-driven pumper with six-cylinder engine and 18 spark plugs. The pumper's steering wheel is located on the right side because its engine is a European style designed in 1912. This pumper also has a hand crank start at the front of the truck. The built-in water pump 
powered by the truck's engine, could pump 750 gallons of water per minute. It drew water from a fire hydrant and increased the pressure of the water so it could reach high elevations. The Muskegon Fire Department retired this truck in 1966, but continued to use it for parades and added a bell. The original C.H. Hackley Volunteer Hose Company No. 2 no longer exists. However, in 1976, the Muskegon Heritage Association and the City of Muskegon constructed the Firebarn Museum building that currently exists on Clay Avenue as part of the United States of America Bicentennial Celebration. The construction of this building resembles the C.H. Hackley Volunteer Hose Company No. 2. The current Firebarn Museum building was constructed using many reclaimed materials, including windows, doors, trims, and wainscoting. Some of the features include the brass fire pole that came from the host company number no. 2 Fire Barn at Wood Street in McLaughlin. The original building had one set of double doors, but this recreation has two to accommodate the horse-drawn and motorized equipment. The Fire Barn Museum became a site of the Lakeshore Museum Center in 1989 and continues to tell the history of firefighting in Muskegon County. This is a small glimpse of firefighting history in Muskegon. Be sure to check out the Firebarn Museum opening on May 1st. The Firebarn Museum is open Thursday through Monday from 10 to 4 p.m. and on Sundays from 1 to 4 p.m. and is closed on Tuesdays and Wednesdays. You can purchase your tickets for the Firebarn at the Hackley and Hume Historic Site and then venture back in time to see the many great Muskegon firefighting artifacts such as the chemical engine, a safety net, uniforms, nozzles, ladders, and a wooden water main and timelines of fires that devastated Muskegon. You can also sit on the LaFrance fire truck today and capture a picture with your friends and family. The Muskegon Fire Department has changed and evolved so many times as needed to keep up with the growth of our city. In September, Muskegon will be celebrating with activities all month long to celebrate the Muskegon Fire Department's 150 years of service. Be sure to check out more information on the City of Muskegon's website for all of the 150th anniversary celebration details, and see you soon!